Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Are you looking for a pair of sunglasses that are as about a good time as we are here at the corner booth? Well, look no further. Yeats official sunglasses are polarized, stylish, and fit any occasion. All of us here at the corner booth, we each got a pair. We're rocking right now in studio. You want yours? Go to yeatsofficial.com, promo code CORNERBOOTH for 10% off, and get your pair now. My personal recommendation, the Aquas, always fly as hell. Enjoy it. Yeats Official, official sponsor of the Corner Booth Podcast. You are now in the Corner Booth Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Quarter Booth Podcast. I am your host, Jared Clinton, alongside my sidekick, Samir, and the rookie, J.D. Davis, looking extra spiffy with the slick back hair. A man's out here looking for a job. slick back? Ladies and gents, man, like, this dude is like a well-educated, semi-intelligent Great gentleman, like give him a job. Um, right. Someone give me a job. His his picks for teams are horrible. Um, I will say this: it was a very rough weekend. Um, no hurricanes, no eagles. I was on easy street. The only loss I took was my bets. I cleaned up. Okay, a little shout out to my cousin Andrew. Shout out. Um, shout out. Dude has been. If, if there was an award for something out of nothing in a fantasy league, this kid deserves it. He started off so bad. He rode Cordero Patterson and Nick Chubb to the playoffs until he ran into me in weeks in the final week of the regular season um, because there was a four-way tie and him and Pat's Ooh. division. Me beating him knocked him out and got our buddy Sawyer in. So uh, now I play Pat in the first round of playoffs. I wish our tiebreakers were head to head. I would have been in. Um, here, uh, there's been a big point of contention in my uh, dynasty league because the past year we we uh, introduced divisions, oh. and one guy in particular is hating on it. Well, because I mean the way it ended out, uh, you know, one division or two divisions were stronger than the rest, so it ended up one team that was eight and five didn't make the playoffs when a seven and seven team did make the playoffs. But I think objectively the seven seven team is better than the eight and five or eight and five eight and six team, whatever. Uh, because that that eight and six team started seven and one and then just lost. Um, and yeah, yeah our, we have divisions, guy. but it doesn't matter. We just take the four top. Right. Yeah. So. So we do the really four division good. winners and then two wild cards. Yeah, I wish we did that because I was I would have made it in my division. 
I was tied for the second best record in the league and didn't make the playoffs, but nobody cares about my fantasy. So divisions get jumpy. That's the weird, that's the annoying part about um they do, they do. It's like, it's like real football. I had a better record than three teams in the other division, but I still missed the playoffs. I was fourth in mine. It was like the dumbest thing on the planet. So basically, <clears throat> unless you do a free for all, which is always fun. Best four teams make it, no divisions. Like those are those are fun, but at the same time, it's like <laughs> um yeah, no, I just want to give a crowd shot to my cousin because I feel bad. He he went on a hot streak, man. He went like six straight games, and then like he ran into the buzzsaw that is window to the waller. Um <laughs> that's a good window to the waller. Sorry. Mine uh, or mine is Meltonio Gibson. Like my originally my original name was my balls hurts, but I was losing too many games. So I switched my name up and I haven't lost since. <laughs> mine's mine's the better Davis because my brother's in my league. So I love mine. We live to beat our rivals on my squad. We 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 didn't have a great year. We didn't make the playoffs, but we did beat my best friend who's in the league and my brother. So we beat our rivals and okay. that's big. In the matter of the corner booth in Clemble, the Clemble beat my cousin twice. So I won those. Here's his uh, all I, rivalries, I feel like. I whooped Kevin up and down the field both times because that man's got one win. Ke- shout out to Big Kev. I think only yeah. like, Let's see. I remember when he told me, he was like, man, I got so drunk. Like, I was like, this is a disaster. He just he, – his video feed cut off, and then he magically just stopped picking. And that was my favorite part of that day. Um, hold on, League standings. And with a final resounding record of one in thirteen, who did he beat? Is the question. I don't know. That's the scary part. Um, I finished, uh, yeah, ten and four. I feel so bad. They had a three-way tie at the top of the other division for eight and six, and because my cousin lost two straight, he missed out in the playoffs. Oof. Yeah, that's that's rough. Yeah, points four were the lowest. That's why my uh, my fan base. I, I can't even look at the chat rooms. They're calling for my head. They don't like management. Uh, yeah, they're trying. This to- is three years in a row of not making the playoffs. They want change, and I hear them, and I get it. Um, but I will say the thing that's keeping my job is I, I do have that banner hanging uh, from four years ago. But since then, we have not made the playoffs, and uh, uh, the fans are frustrated. And I get it. As a GM, I get it. I want to win too, guys. You know, but. We're going to look ourselves in the mirror and we're going to start calling people out. Uh, 2019, I won. Calling, them, calling them losers. I'm going to start looking at people and calling them losers because they're Thanks. losers. Oh, not that's me. a perfect transition because we have so yeah, many. Yeah. Guys, this is Glad a great up on that. We might legitimately just do a one-sentence game, but it's like a one-paragraph game. Ugh. Because, like, we have is so that not much. what it usually is? Yeah, I was yeah but say. Like, this time we're not going to time limit it. We have all the time in the world. We literally have to talk about Army, Navy, and the college football playoff. I mean, the call and uh, the Heisman. That's it. Heisman. Urban. And we are, I mean, the playoff came out last week. There's not a ton to really dive well, into. No, I mean, you know what's going on. Anybody jump, we on say- anybody jump on the Cincinnati train with me? We're doing this. We're oh, taking hell yeah. That's oh, I'm we're taking it to Tuscaloosa. That would be genuinely. The by the way, uh, you put five bucks it. down. You put five bucks down in Cincinnati. You walk over with like ninety. That might be worth it just for fun. Damn, really? I yeah. probably am going to throw like thirty bucks on Cincinnati just for this shit. 
Let's check on the boys. Oh, by the way, I still have um boys and girls. I still have my two bets in for my college football playoff. Um, right now, a twenty-five dollar bet on a ten dollar bet in Michigan when I bet gross we're to beat Ohio State. Net me a hundred ninety if they win the national title. If Cincinnati wins, I walk away with almost two grand. Yeah, but if Michigan wins, you might have the money, but you're going to lose a, a dear, dear friend, Jared. So is it worth it? Oh, get over yourself, you big baby. I am a big baby. Speaking yeah. of hating Michigan, baby, that's baby, baby, Howard baby. can go die in a hole. Yeah, that was okay. He's so let's prick, talk about right? like, I, that's not even an Ohio State thing. That's like a. Dude, that this is supposed to be a classy like award show thing. Awkward. You want to take a shot at game day? Take a shot on game day. That's a different atmosphere. But this so is supposed awkward. to celebrate the kids. Like, what an asshole. Kid's 19. I don't know. Listen, I mean, it wasn't even a shot at C.A. Stroud. It was a shot at the fact his whole line was terrible. But it was still, like, incredibly, like, unprofessional and awkward. I and I don't blame Hutchinson. Hutchinson was just answering the interview like quite, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think Hutchinson meant to like make it weird. Like it was kind of like awkward because he's like, oh, our goal is to beat Ohio State and kind of like, oh, sorry. Like, because the crowd kind of reacted and like laughed, which it's like, hey, that's just like, that's the truth. Like that Hutchinson's just telling the truth. Um, yeah. But but for for Desmond to make the comment, did you, Samir, did you see this? Are you, you're looking, you know what we're talking about? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, uh, I I mean, it's kind of just like – I also thought it was like going into the whole ceremony, it felt like a foregone conclusion Bryce Young was going to win. So it was like, oh, for sure. I'm piling on on this kid. Like, Yeah, well, that's the thing is it? it's just there's a time and place. Like if he wanted to take a shot, no me wrong, the offensive line, Stroud, you can take shots 100%. Like, you know, you're a Michigan grad. you But like do that on college game day. Like that that's the atmosphere. That's the – when the kid's sitting right there on stage and it's a Heisman Trophy nice ceremony, seat, which is like yeah. literally like – to celebrate these four kids. Cause after tonight, only anyone's going to care about is the winner, but that, that, that day, that night, the pageantry you just kind of celebrate them all, you know? Um, but yeah, I didn't, I don't know. I thought it was a little, you know, I'm not going to sit here and whine and cry. We got our ass kicked hundred percent. You know, Hutchinson had a good year. Um, can't believe he finished as high as he did. I think that's kind of a joke, but, but yeah, I just, Desmond in general too. I just think on that college game day staff is the least knowledgeable about football. Like, I don't think he, like, watches that much football. Like, I don't think he, I think he loves brings watching the most, college football. Besides David Pollock, I think he brings the most energy. But Yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't have, like, a, a reason to be on there. But he's, I think, the least football knowledgeable minus Corso. Oh, he's, yeah. He's yeah. out of his mind. Definitely Kirk Herbstreet wins that. Right. And I actually think Pollock's pretty good, too, honestly. Like, I think Pollock. Pollock uh, my favorite David there. Pollock moment was him calling out Tyler Van Dyke. And then Tyler Van Dyke like tweeting at him after he beat him. <laughs> hey, but you know what? Like he he called him out and he answered the call. Like I don't mind a call out if like, hey, put your money where your mouth is. Okay, I did. Yeah. All right, cool. That's what I was asking you to do. You know, like I don't think he was like, sub tweet. Yeah, it wasn't like, like an asshole. Yeah, it wasn't he like a uh, had to tweet out like, hey, listen, guys, I I get it. He he answered the call. Stop tagging me in this, please. Exactly. Like I, when someone calls, like I didn't. It wasn't a call out in the fact of like. This dude's running his mouth and he isn't good. He just said, All right, you're running your mouth. Now let's see it. And then he showed it, which is perfectly fine. Like, I think that's a cool kind of back and forth compared to like a straight call out, call out. But yeah, I, I like game day. I think game day, the crew is probably the best thing going at ESPN. I think it's one of the only, only, uh, like the college football crew at ESPN is still solid. Everything else, I think, sucks. I don't like their NFL stuff. Yeah. I hate Stephen oh, A. Like their basketball stuff is incredibly annoying. I mean, Stephen A. will sit there and, and have a 
like a rant, a headline at one week. And then it'll literally be six days later and he'll 180 it because a basketball team won like three in a row. Like the yeah. NBA stuff is so stupid until the I mean, uh, the also like the fact that on Sunday baseball, they have a rod calling these games is fucking ridiculous. And you know who I really loved though at the Heisman ceremony? I loved RG three, man. RG three is just like a likable guy. Yeah, no, he's, he's kind of transitioned in the broadcast stuff pretty well. He's a play by play guy now. Um, yeah, I've always liked RG3. Um, you know, he was incredibly electric for that one year or two, and then Dude, everyone yeah. figured him out. But, hey, it was it was a, it was a good year. It was a fun year. That Washington team, I, I will say I didn't hate that Washington team. As NFC, I didn't either. When the NFC East goes to the playoffs, I'm like, screw them. Like, they're all, like, rivals. But, like, that Washington team, it was kind of like, ah, good for them. Like well, you know, okay. well, this is like that cousin that finally wins the lottery, even though they're like the ugly duckling. They're like, good uh, job. All right, buddy. I, yeah. good job. You know, 2017, I hated the Eagles. Hated the Eagles, of course. But when it got to Super Bowl, and I've been thinking about this a lot, kind of in sports in general, I went with the Eagles, partly because I hate the Patriots, but also it was kind of like a respect thing where it was like, you know what? That one was tough. I for think sure. that's what that I was one of the tougher of... Super Bowls to like have a rooting interest for me. I, I, oh, so that was that's my show with the uh, Giants Patriots. I was like, this is awful. But like the common good told me to root for the Giants. So I did. Yeah. At the end of the day, another title for the NFC East is kind of good for all of us. Cause like, I think the resume. Of should, we adopt East, an like... a, should we adopt an SEC mentality like Kevin does? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <right. laughs> I do think though, like I, except I, for the I, Cowboys, I, they are, they are the, uh, oh my God. Oh, they are the LSU of our division. Oh, hundred percent. But I oh, do think. Wait, like, hold on. Y'all see this shit with Brian Kelly doing a little dance shit with the L? No. What? Oh my God. Well, uh, JD, we have to find. This like the weirdest. It's, it's so weird. I'm gonna find. It's it. so weird. Here, look up Brian Kelly on um on TikTok. It should be like he's doing like things. the L, and it's like that thing where it's like a camera circling it. around him and a recruit, and as it comes around, you can tell him he's like tracking it with his eyes and like does like a little dance. It looks like like your oh. dad at a wedding. Like it, oh it's God. bad. It's really bad. Oh yeah. Uh, he just uh, uh, Brian uh, Kelly is becoming the most like cringy, least like person in football, college football. He's right becoming now. a cartoon character. It, it's incredible. You know you're unlikable like when you okay. leaving makes Notre Dame likable, which right. is one of the most Wait. unlikable institutions. And you made them likable by leaving. That's crazy. Smear, did Oregon make their hire yet? Yes, Oregon did make their hire. I, I talked Georgia about Georgia DC, right? Yeah, Georgia DC. Ooh, uh, yeah. defense this time. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so uh, we're I, mean, I, I mean, got to ask your opinion then. Like Chip Kelly, or were you? Ha- did you want Chip Kelly back, or did you want the a new some new blood? Yeah, I mean, so I mean, Chip Kelly is an interesting hire because I mean he's the only guy that took us to the Natty, and he was, Mark Alfredge twenty fourteen. But he got us so close, like. He was, yeah, he was one uh, Michael Dyer, like, stumble away from, like, making Yeah, do I want Chip Kelly? I don't know. Everyone says, oh, he's the guy in the Oregon. I didn't. I, my, because, you know, I didn't like college football. My vision of Chip Kelly was the Eagles coach who sucked. And so I was Which like, I don't know. crazy to me because I definitely think Oregon first. Yeah, I think right, Oregon right. first. Um, but, you know, I think when I saw Dan Lanning, I'm like, all right, I mean, this was, I mean, besides that game against Alabama, definitively the best defense in football obviously talent or college football obviously talent wise i mean it's different between oregon and georgia but i mean a guy that can coach a team like that is, and especially for like you know pac-12 there's no defense so for a defensive-minded coach to go into the pac-12 i think it's really interesting i think it might be like 
a hire that will pan out really well in like a conference where no other team has an elite defense, maybe we'll be the first program that has one. Yeah, yeah Chip Kelly, what Chip Kelly brought to the table was like an offense we've never seen before. That offense now exists. Like I don't know what like yeah, I don't know Chip is. Offense. Huh? Every like every team with a mobile quarterback. That's what I'm saying is offense. like I don't know like if Chip really brings anything except for like the excitement of like ooh he's back to Oregon. I'm not convinced like Chip Kelly is still a, like an elite coach, and I'm not maybe I'm not saying a lot of people are saying that, but I think Oregon probably did the right thing by going a different I direction. think they got a guy that being said I don't know a ton about this DC other well, than the fact that they had a really good defense but I don't know a ton about him as a coach well here's the thing for Oregon yeah. Oregon's never had a problem getting offensive players but the fact that they can get a defense now, they have a defensive minded coach they've had they've had plenty of good We've defense you think of their explosive running game and their speed and everything else but like you know, kind of used to that defense has been legit last couple of years. I know. They, listen, play the strengths. Like you, Oregon's be, like the Pac-12 is slowly becoming a defense. Also, like come on, you have Lincoln Riley coming to the conference now. You got to make sure your defense is good to go. Yeah. Um, I honestly like I, I'm not like gonna say what I said like the last time me and Samir were on the same stream where I said, listen, like it worked out for best for both schools. But you know, I think who who um they got honestly is not terrible at all and. Cristobal, the fact that Cristobal went and recruited three guys after his press conference, he literally left in his suit and got on, got in a uh, in a car with three DC with uh, three assistant coaches and went and recruited after his press conference. Earn some, earn, earn some, uh, earn some props. Me, uh, Samir, I'm sorry in advance about him flipping like four or five Oregon recruits, but you know, yeah, I mean, that happens. I mean. Sorry. It, it it this shows how 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 bad Manny Diaz's reputation was. He left and went to uh, where was he going? Penn State. Penn State. You know how many recruits flipped? Are. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Like, and it's just it may maybe it's just like well, and Penn so, State Penn State recruits at a higher level, so it's like they don't really want those. Recruits, we had a higher. We, we had the same ranked recruiting class they did last year. Maybe last year, but not not consistently. Like oh, Penn no, State no, no, no. at a much better level like, than Miami like, has. Penn State, Penn State basically Penn State recruits, like, man. Penn State's Penn, like the closest to Ohio State in Penn State from Midwest. JD, yeah. yeah, from about 2008 till about 2019, Penn State has been far superior to Miami. But pre 2008, Miami kicked their ass in recruiting, and now yeah. Miami's back to top tier recruiting again. Thank God. Cause God, if I see more, one more two star starting a quarterback for us, it's going to lose my mind. Um, so where do you see Miami uh, being next season? First year with Chris. Um, the same thing I said when me and JD did the, um, the, the uh, preview show, AC title, a- ACC title. So these um, would be future recruits 2022 and well, like higher. Sure. That would be the ones flipping. You said like, that's my point. Yeah, is well, they, okay, so like getting, five in the nation in 2022. Yeah. So, so they're, they're right very, now Miami thing is, class is fine. Isn't Miami top twenty? I think or something like that. I can check for you. Check for me. I, th- I swore they're top twenty. Now, are there teams that have like like outside also, top twenty recruiting classes that go? Crazy to thing. Like how often does that happen? That top ten recruiting class that we got produced. Um, no, twenty nineteen recruiting class produced Van Dyke. Twenty twenty produced James uh, James Williams. AKA two first round picks in like 2023. 
Miami actually got a good cool. The best thing Manny Diaz did was he basically benched all the old guys who weren't going to play post senior year, start all those freshmen. We all were joking. JD, we were joking about it three weeks ago, but now we're thinking about it. Okay. These yeah. guys all have like nine or 10 games on was it thirties. Uh, no. So there's a reason none of the recruits flipped uh, because the number five, Recruiting class in the nation does not want recruits from the number fifty-seven recruiting class in the nation. We're fifty-seven right 57. now. Fifty-seven. Jesus, you man. were behind schools like BYU, Marshall, Nebraska. Damn. Tough. That's part of the reason Manny Diaz had a Okay, you know what, Mario, go to work. Go to work. Here's, no, the, here's, a, beautiful, here's a beautiful thing, though, guys. Um, that just goes to show, give him a year or two because he's not getting anything for a minute, you know, because 2022 yeah. is tough. I mean, Ohio State got a recruit today. He was the highest left, um, highest, or he was the last 100 that hadn't chosen yeah. the class of 2022. Well, guys also can still decommit March is signing day, so. They can, but I'm just saying, You've also had if you get a couple commits, you're not going to jump. My point is, is you're not going to jump up. To a point where it's like, ooh, give like Mario, like you well, got to give him a Mar- year. So Manny, Manny, get a recruiting class because this recruiting class is already done. Manny hit lightning in a bottle, like yeah. in 2020, because like the Dr. King year and everything else. The problem is, and I, everyone's asked me about Manny Diaz. I never really talked about it in the third because you know Kevin likes the dominant college football conversation. Yeah, I gotta thank Manny Diaz because he did kind of bring a certain swagger back to Miami when he got hired by Mark Richt in 2015. He was a great DC. He's the reason we have the turnover chain. He was a good coach, but as a head coach, he didn't have it. I think he's going to be an incredible DC at Penn State. I think this is a great hire for Penn State. Kevin, Kevin, like posts all these stats, and Samir's like, "Oh, here comes Jared to tell Kevin the f off." No, um, Manny Diaz played with a bunch of subpar athletes his first two years at Miami as a head coach at DC. And he Miami. knows the area. I mean, he did Temple. Like he knows how to recruit yeah. that area. Oh, he knows how to recruit Penn State. Um, Oregon's thirty-two, by the way, Samir. So not uh, excellent recruiting there. Great, yeah. Uh, well, also, I, I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so my, I, I have a conspiracy theory. I think Cristobal may or may not have gotten calls about Miami in like November after they lost the Florida. Oh, 100. Well, that's another thing too. Miami's class is not going to be great because let's be honest, pretty much Transition. the entire year. Kids aren't going to commit because they're almost like positive that Diaz isn't going to be there at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. writing was on the wall there like week four or five. Yeah, no, remember. no, the writing was on the wall. No, so Manny was saving his reportedly Manny was saving his job when they started beating ranked teams, and then they lost to Florida State on a blunder on a defensive play call by Manny Diaz, and everyone's like, "Yep, okay, get Mario on the phone." So. They were talking about like the anonymous like donors to Miami. I know two of them right now. One is The Rock. The other one's A Rod. It's not really hard to. The other one's out. Jared. Listen, I am only a minority. I actually, I wonder how how what's the lowest buy-in to be a Miami Hurricanes booster. Well, I'm pretty sure you could like donate at any level and be considered a booster, right? They send you like sweet. All right, you guys, I don't know what I'm doing with my uh, Christmas bonus. Spending yeah, sure. I'm Miami. doing Twitter bucks tonight. I'm officially a Miami. Put, in, put it in your Twitter bio, Miami uh, host of the of the uh, of the tailgate or not tailgate shit. Uh, quarter oh, booth on, and hey. sorry, I know. I just, <laughs> we're not done. Uh, sorry, Kevin's always plugging. That's why. That's why. I was yeah. I, listen, yeah. I give the kids. And, 
and uh, the booster of the Miami Hurricane football program. There you go. Part-time oh, owner of the Miami. <laughs> yeah, you should get an ownership of Green Bay. You should say Miami Booster, Miami Booster, Green Bay owner. That's what you should have in your your bio. Yeah, Ty Schmidt, right? Um, shout out to uh, Pat, the, the inspiration and the uh, the idol of the show, Pat McAfee. Shout out. Oh yeah, wait, shout out, shout out to Pat McAfee though because of their. I, did we talk about? Did you guys talk about this on Thursday? Their deal with FanDuel. That's oh a my great, god, like, that's it's, awesome. It's monstrous. And, and like so happy for Pat. Quite frankly, well deserved. Just in the fact that like the amount of like passion like they created for sports betting and just like in general for their show is just like just one hundred percent deserved. Pat McAfee is probably the number one reason the show still exists. Um, I was ready to quit this show like two years ago, and w- listening to Pat McAfee yeah. and redesigning the show. Also. He was the inspiration for me. I had okay, so fast forward a year ago, Samir was here for this. I had no idea how we were going to continue this show after Kevin left. Yeah, and I watched a lot of different podcasts and I watched McAfee. Yes, guys, I know I'm a dominant personality when I come to the microphone, but JD and Samir, you guys are the perfect number twos because you guys have so much personality, you don't need to have the microphone 24 7. You literally command it whenever you what talk. What you're saying is JD saved the show. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah. And, JD and so in our own roundabout way, this is kind of our JD okay. appreciation so, yeah. episode. JD yeah. is okay, so Seriously, JD, guys, thank you so, so much. JD, you annoy the shit out of me the first time I met you. <laughs> yeah, I like, like, like let, let's be honest. Let, this show in the past year. We've almost had an intern be released of duties, and then he's stepped up and exceeded expectations. We've had another intern get promoted, even though he didn't deserve it. Shout out to hey. me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And then we had a random intern I stole from a buddy of mine's show. The buddy then left for another po- another podcast network. He, he said he just couldn't go on without me. Possibly he, too he early. I, I, I told JD about something. Samir, I'll tell you later, but he may have left too early. Um, anyway, um, there's, uh, by the way, uh, Samir, just- we're being bought out by ESPN. We now oh, have right. you oh are getting Stephen A money. I would have been the three of us just like sitting as to Stephen A just being like, what's up, man? How are we Bless. Oh yeah. Uh, also, uh, I don't know if you saw this on, uh, ESPN the other day, or I think Monday, uh, they were talking about Aaron Rodgers' toe issue, and Rex Ryan was like, "Yeah, I'm a toe expert." He just said, "I'm live on air. No, I'm a toe a expert." Toe, he's a toe guy. That's great. It was like the great funniest thing I've ever Loved seen. It. Yeah. Oh, I all, stay off I, the weed. I am, <laughs> I am neither confirming. So my bosses don't yell at me. I'm neither confirming nor denying. We were contacted by a major sports conglomerate. I'm just saying we were contacted. I'm not saying anything CSPN. else. We were just contacted. CSPN. ESPN. It's not ESPN. And we're going to say no because if that it was ESPN, style. I would already have quit belly up. It it was ESPN, and we said we no said because, no because we're, we're, we're down it's to the earth. earth. We're great. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we we're men of the yes people. Fox Sports. Nope. We'd say yes to Barstool. Yep. We would say yes to SB Nation, CBS, NBC. We would say yes to Sports Illustrated, ESPN, the magazine. We also um, got contacted by the Jacksonville Jaguars, but yeah, uh, we the don't Jacksonville like being Jaguars, losers, so. Ri- FC, AFC Richmond. Like, we would say yes to anybody else, but not ESPN before ESPN. I'm sorry, I don't like my um, my you know what's and my tongue in advice. So I, I, I <laughs> one or the other, neither. 
Not a bit. All right. But not both. Boys and girls, it is time for everyone's favorite game. We have Ooh. a full 45-minute slate of the one-sentence game. America's favorite also, game. Announcer Jared is making a comeback this week. For some reason, it feels right. Mm. My team isn't playing this week. Last that didn't play last week. So here we go. Thursday night football in a game where Jared said to himself, Hey, watching Chris's vacation is more entertaining than watching the Vikings beat down the Steelers. I went to bed at 11 and woke up to missing the greatest game, at least greatest fourth quarter I've seen in a while. The Steelers and Vikings where Chase Claypool and his ball shenanigans Wink, wink. Cost the Steelers the game. And boy, the ball shenanigans. What is the wrong? What is wrong with that receiving core room? What breeds these characters? A B, Juju, Martavis Bryant, Chase Claypool. Oh, and James Washington, I think, got in some kind of trouble too. Um, JD. Um, all I know is. The Lions sat home watching this game saying, Psh, these teams suck. We kicked both their ass. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, I called this the Detroit Lions lost. The Detroit Lions beat us both. And my dad was really wondering why I said that. And I'm like, well, it's a fun reason. But, you know. A tie a tie when you're Owen, whatever, counts as a win. The Steelers. Oh, 100%. Win. You did lose, so that's a win. Yeah. you. If you uh, tie the Lions, you lost. Yeah. How about yeah. this is the didn't beat the Lions bowl? Right, yeah, this exactly. is the didn't beat the Lions bowl. Um, I think everything that has been said about Chase Claypool has been said. So I do want to mention out of Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh save the um, kids. I think that I mean the play in the end zone. I, I believe by Harrison Smith on the Fryermuth ball. I mean, incredible. No. Save the game. Save the like that ball. By the way, genuinely save. That, the that's game. a big Ben, Mister yeah, Bassett himself. Put that ball on the zipper. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, incredible. And then you know the, the nickname I gave him. Which one? Bathroom assassin. Oh, bathroom assassin. I mean, I mean, is it, it's is more it, of a moniker. It's, been, at this it's point. been like ten years since he got a bra yeah, in charges. But yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, I also am thinking to myself, like, is Tomlin has Tom, is Tomlin feeling a warm seat? No, no, no. Tomlin will never. There's been. Uh, I've been talking to a Steelers fan. Head coaches, they refuse. No, to. they don't. Right. Yeah. Okay. So here's He's the their guy right? for sure. I had a listener of the show ask me who goes to my gym. He asked me, he "Goes, hey, listen, what do you think about Tomlin?" I'm like, "Why would you fire a top ten coach?" He goes, "That's what I said to my buddies. They didn't believe me." I'm like, "The problem is Tomlin comes off as a disciplinarian, but he's never been a disciplinarian." He comes off like yeah. one in the locker room. He just lets the guys do their thing. It's because Claypool's there. It's because there's a yeah. guy like that. Yeah. Claypool, his career was ruined because of his friendship with Juju Smith-Schuster. If he, got drafted by, if he got drafted by New England, Cleveland, Philadelphia, Indy, he would have been fine. I'm just saying, it's uh, was coached by Brian Kelly. Does Brian Kelly produce selfish players? People are asking. Interesting. People are asking. Golden Tate. Actually, People no, that's Brian Kelly. Um all right, moving on. Live from a very cold, R- I think it's still RFK Stadium, where Jerry imported his own benches because, how about them Cowboys? Um, The Dallas Cowboys took care of business against the Washington football team. I almost called them their former name. My one sentence is, 
Dallas is not going to win the Super Bowl because they cannot step on a team's neck. And this is the clear reason. They were up 27-0 or 27-3 and could not put Washington away. The Titans, Eagles, Seahawks, Texans, Raiders, Chiefs, Saints, Jets, Falcons, Panthers could have easily put that away, but yet the they let the Washington team back in the game when Heineke looked atrocious. So, yeah, all Mike McCarthy is going to choke away a playoff game this year, and it's going to be hysterical. Absolutely. Uh, I uh, I think I want to stress, uh, and this is something that will tie back to a, a corner group bet we made a while ago. Uh, I think one of the main reasons it, it, it might be kind of a Bills syndrome for the Cowboys, and they don't have a, they don't really have a running back. Ezekiel Elliott's there. Uh, they haven't they haven't used him well. Pollard's there. He's hurt right now. Uh, can I'm they run the ball? that uh, total yards mark? He's probably passed it already, right? Did I say fifty? No, I wanted to. No, I want to bring it up. So our bet was over under fourteen hundred total scrimmage yards. Currently, Ezekiel Elliott is at, uh, and there's four games left in the season. He's at. Uh, 1,055. What is – how many – is he – doable. He's doable. doable. He's on what's pace, doable? right? He'll play. I think, he'll, I think he'll play the rest of the season. It's how they use him. They're not they using him, use him. Yeah, they're not using him how he used to be used or how he should be used. I mean, he's Zeke. I mean, he might look like he maybe lost one step, but it's still enough to where you're like, you can lean on this guy, and they're just not. Yeah, that was going to be kind of the route I was going to go with my sentences. The Cowboys completely have abandoned their running game this year, which is crazy because I get it. They have they have one of the best offensive weapons, receivers, quarterback situation going, but you could be one of the most complete teams offensively out there, and they kind of just refuse to use uh, a part of their game that when you're kicking ass like that doesn't let a team back in it when you can just run the run down their throat once you get a lead. So, I think they've really just kind of given up on their run this year, and I don't really know why. It's I, – I really think Kellen Moore is so – you could take the quarterback out of a system, but you can't take the system out of – He just wants to throw, man. He wants to yeah, throw the ball. He's a gunslinger of most. He wants to prove Dak is this MVP. And listen, Dak is definitely the best quarterback in the 2016 class. I don't think anybody's arguing that at this point. But – I think the biggest problem with Dak Prescott now is like he's not 100%, and the Cowboys' offense looks looks inept. It looks out of sync. It looks really bad. And here's the thing: unless Dallas loses three straight, they clinch this division. So, um, yeah, I know they're going to win the division. I truly think their only threat is if Philadelphia wins out and they lose three straight, but that's very unlikely. Um, at least Dallas is three straight. Um. I will say Washington is fucked. I, I even if they somehow beat Philadelphia this week, they are screwed. They're the COVID injuries, everything else. Also, next year, what I don't, I don't think Heineke is good enough to be a starting quarterback. I think he's a great backup, but this week proved it. Oh. Yeah, no, he's not going to be start. I don't think. I honestly, um, incredibly of, entertaining to watch, but I would never I would want to be my quarterback. Baltimore, what's his name? Uh, Tyler Huntley, the Utah kid. Yeah, I mean, he looked. He didn't look so bad this week, but I mean, that's not. I think you go and draft a guy. You draft a, a quarterback if you're watching. You'll get like Malik Willis, or you go trade from Malik Willis or Desmond Ritter at this point. But I mean, at that point, it, I think it, it's worth it because you have. The team with you hand the ball to Gibson, 
McKissick's a great receiving back, and you can hyper-target Terry. Samuel's a good gadget guy and a good stretch-the-field guy. Like, you have the pieces for a semi-decent quarterback, I think, to grow and make this a, a good team because they – I mean, their defense was great last year. It's okay this year, but that can be fixed. Chase Young's going to come back. Um, but, yeah, they just need a guy. The Washington football team has more intimidating private investigators than they do a defense right now. Um, that's the real problem. That's – Clap, 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 clap. clap. That should have been All right, uh, we're moving on here. Um, Live from a city that produces more white girl bachelor parties and crappy country music than anywhere else on earth, it is the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Titans. Oh, yeah. I love Nashville. Nashville. Nashville's a great city. Oh, boy, a Derrick Henry-less Tennessee Titans shut out the Jacksonville Jaguars 20 to nothing. Boys. Sentences. My sentence. We're gonna we can speedball this one. Uh, it's, we're gonna just shit on the Jaguars for five minutes. Is that okay? Um, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence may never make a Pro Bowl, and it's because his development's been stunted by Urban Meyer. I I think the can we say the experiment has failed? I think he's the worst head coach in the NFL. I would put him below Matt Nagy. I'd put him below whoever the hell is coaching for Houston. I don't know this guy's name. Um, I would put him below Rob, Big Bob Sala. Um, even a I honestly, I love Bob Sala. I just think he's just there's too, much, there's too much intensity, not enough coordinators to help him. Um, I put him above Big Gum Chomping Pete Carroll. Okay, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like even though Pete Carroll should not have a job next year. Um, anyway, <laughs> I. Oh God, he Urban Meyer is terrible. And uh, shout out to uh, Wyatt's World over on uh, TikTok. By the way, if you haven't watched the sports, get check it out. Um, sports TikTok definitely a place where I think we should definitely get our niche in. But um, he did a whole skit about Urban Meyer, and it was like Urban just not giving a fuck, and Urban just being an asshole. First of all, James the James Robinson benching annoys me, and the fact that he does it for a guy who he coached at Ohio State. Look catchy, but also uh, James Robinson's the Bills 2022. Lock it in. That's super interesting. I mean, they got ETN waiting in the wings. Well, yeah, and also like it's either it's either Robinson or Barkley. One of them's gonna be wearing a Bills jersey next year. So, yeah. Um, my sentence is, I mean, Urban Meyer. Yes, Urban Meyer's a horrible coach, but um, you know, this might be a reactionary overreaction. But at what point do you look at Trevor Lawrence and say maybe it's not just maybe it's just not working out in the NFL right now? Those okay, couple so of the, the picks he threw, they didn't look good. And he's I been consistently just very underwhelming this whole year. You got to give him two years. This is not a Josh Rosen scissor race. This guy was the Sure, no, team. I mean, I'm not saying you ditched the guy. I'm just saying, you know, I don't know. For the guy that we were looking in, you know, in the draft being like, oh, this is the foolproof, like, Jesus, quarterback Jesus of, like, you know, the past five years or whatever. You know, the last quarterback Jesus we all said was Andrew Luck, and he took a two and fourteen team and made him eleven and five. You know, that's the quarterback Jesus. You know, uh, well, Andrew Luck's to... demeanor is different. Sure, but I'm just saying, like we all crowned this guy to be the next. You know, Andrew. Luck. I didn't. I said he's gonna be good, but not great. I'm saying. I'm saying. You know. The majority, you know, I'd say. I, know. I, I thought he was going to be pretty great. I am also just a straight-up asshole, so, like, you know, that's that. But um, 
it's not Urban's fault. It's his coordinator's fault. It's his players. Right. They're, They're all a bunch of losers. Urban <laughs> has three national championships. He's a winner. Everyone else is a loser. It's not Urban's fault. You're a bunch of freaking losers. Uh, good for Vrabel. Mikey, yeah. I will cut my member off for a Super Bowl. Rabel, love it. <laughs> yeah. Man, I hope he does that. He's going to um, have to get it. So I hope he does it. I want him to, you know, keep his member because that's like serious bodily harm. Well, sure. Yeah, I'm pro everyone keeping their member. Pretty much everyone. <laughs> Except for Michigan fans, J.D.? Oh, they can they can keep that. They can keep it. All right. I'm sure their members aren't anything to be. Uh, Plus, if 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 somebody cut it off, it would be the first time a Michigan fan's member has been touched. So, right, I guess that's a win. All right. Uh, Seahawks and Texans live from. Oh my god, I, I'm done with the announcer voice. I just I don't have the energy for it, and also like I just feel horrible because I bet the Texans were up. I I I think. 13-10, they had the touchdown they got called back, and I put money down in Houston. I swear it was the kiss of death. If you are an underdog and you are currently in a tight game, if I bet on you, you are the curse of death. Unless I do it weeks in advance. I have kind of a funny story about this game. We went to a friend of mine is having a baby. We went to their gender reveal on Sunday. Oh, boy. Um, and we were watching the Browns game, and my one buddy next to me had bet this game, and he, like, was watching on his phone. He kept, like, tapping me. I'm like, dude, check it out. Dude, like, giving me updates. And I'm like, literally the last thing in the world I want is Seahawks-Texans updates. I could not give two shits this is the about word. this okay. game. But this, the gambler in him, I respect it, but it's like, dude, I get you have money on it, but literally no one cares we're watching the Browns game. So, uh, so that's the, my memory of the Seahawks-Texans game. Unless you're a serial bet, unless you're, like, a – serial better unless you're like you enjoy like the whole like thrill of betting so me and my boss will text back and forth about our parlays and shit like that that's interesting because like i had cordell patterson over 58 yards he lost the yard in his last carry which screwed me out of a win i don't mind hearing about people's bets like that's cool but besides that i don't need updates i don't need i don't give a like listen the Seahawks Texas game. The only reason I care is because the Texans were winning, and also I just root for Seattle to be bad because I picked them to be bad, right, JD? Yeah, exactly. And like when I'm, we were watching games with guys, and you like cheer for something, like no, we can't have that happen. I have money on this. It's like, well, I don't. All right? Yeah, so I'm gonna yeah. Cheer for however the hell I want to cheer. I'm not gonna openly root against your bets if I know about them and I don't care. Oh, I will. I am that guy. But, no, but I'm saying like if I don't care. I'll be like, oh, like if I don't give a shit about the game, sure. Like, I guess I hope you win money. But if I care about the game, like, like Cincy, my one friend had money on Cincinnati and it's overtime and I'm rooting against him. He's like, dude, I have money on this. Stop treating a dick. I'm like, dude, it's the AFC North. Like, I need them to lose. I'm not being a dick just to be a dick. Like, I have a rooting interest beyond your wallet. So, I, gam- ga- I like gambling. I like hearing about people's bets. I like oh, all boy. that. But don't Wait, tell me who Ohio's, I should root for. Oh, the state of Ohio. Uh, apparently, yeah, we're on our way. We we took it. We took February. It's, it's getting heard, legal. Like, it's getting February. Legalized. I heard y'all gonna get legalized gambling. Let's so we can go. really. So some now that we all can legally bet, Jay, Samir, you can do it as of what day? Put money on right now for the Ohio State Buckeyes to win the national championship in basketball. They're hot. Samir, when you turn twenty one, August seventeenth. August seventeenth, we do our. I'm official, buying your first beer. We kid. do our first betting. Well, one, we're gonna like. We might do a lot. 
JD, we might fly you out from Ohio just to do a live show for some air war drinking. Uh, also, that would be beautiful. We will literally. If I have a like, job, if I have a job, I'll come for a weekend. Can we do like a legit like futures like session where we just bet on futures of teams. Like I yeah. literally think we need to do this. We should do All that. Right. No, we should do that. We should do that as like a New Year's show. Like our first show of oh, the yeah. New Year's. We should oh, bet all our yeah. future, like who's going to win the like week. Like Arizona Diamondbacks minus plus 20,000 to win the World Series. Let's go. Let's go. Don't, I, sleep, I, on the, don't sleep on the Guardians. I also no. said to my buddy, like if Arizona do. does actually end up pulling off the World Series by some way, those that $2,500 I will pull away with. We'll pay for everyone's tickets to get out to Arizona for the parade. I will pay that. I won't care if I have to pay for the hotel out of pocket. I will pay for my boys to get out there just to celebrate the most unlikely team winning the World Series. Oh, wait, what, what kills me? Arizona is the fourth largest market in America. Phoenix is the fourth largest market in America. It's one of the biggest growing markets. Yet they can't get their baseball team because their ownership group is a bunch of morons. Tough. It sucks being a diva. Yeah, I, I, I do want to bring up another corner of bets we had uh, that the J- JD versus Jared, uh, the T Wolves making the playoffs. They're kind of on the edge right now. They're the nine seed. Uh, I don't know. It's not looking. I don't great. fucking but know how. We, we we did. Uh, to be clear, we did decide no play-in game. Right? I feel like we were adamant about that. Well, okay. If they finish as the eighth seed, that doesn't matter. They would have yes. made the yeah that that would have made the playoffs anyway. If they're yes. like the nine or the ten, then that yeah I get that. Okay. So, so one through eight seed, I guess, is one through eight thing. is legal. It's right. when they get nine and ten, it's okay. like I'm just saying, Shady. yeah, like okay, because like Shady. the play it because I remember actually making a point about the play-in game. Because if not, that's ten of the what fifteen or whatever. Okay. So okay, not- by the way, JD, okay, the only way a play-in would nullify the bet is if Minnesota blows out whoever they play in the play-in game like fifty or something like that. No. Like something like they, they kick the daylights out of them. Would we just nullify the bet? Well, we just nullify the bet. Can we nullify the bet? Because no, honestly, like... I'd win the bet still. No, that's bullshit because they... How's that bullshit? That's what we decided on. Well, that's fucking stupid. All right. That's not stupid. That's what we decided on. We said right. no play. We, we okay, said this is what happened when we talked about two shit teams like Texans and Houston. Quick, one word. Garbage. The that's Texans my word. Texans and the Houston? Yeah, Texans and the... Yeah, I don't care. Seattle sucks. Yeah, they stink. DK is a non-factor. Get him out of there. All right, we're going to speedball this one because the Raiders are just an abysmal team. Uh, Ouch. Raiders, Chiefs, ouch. Don't mess with the logo, you guys. Just don't. Josh Gordon scored a touchdown, by the way. Let's go. That was awesome. That was so good. Let's go, Josh. I'm pretty pretty sure the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, guys. No. No, I think they are. I'm all the way back. Listen, listen. JD, JD, JD. Because the Patriots are not as good to be the number one seed. The Bills are a disaster. JD, just the football saying. gods are the most just gods on the planet. Are they? The most just of demigods, yes. Um, they will refuse after after the Jackson Mahomes on Sean Taylor memorial incident, they refuse to let the Chiefs win the playoffs. So Jackson it, it, Mahomes is an icon of our generation, Jerry. He's a plague. Okay. <laughs> I, never a I should just I should just be a heel and become a giant Jackson Mahomes fan. Oh my God. I think I that's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to lean right. into it. I'm just going to decide. Speaking I'm a, of plagues, um, Jets and Saints, two teams with no future. Uh, Saints because they're horrible payrolls and horrible contracts, and the Jets because they took Zach Wilson instead of Trey Lancet. So, um. Yeah, no, this game looked close for all five seconds. That is my sentence. 
yeah, this game was literally nothing. I mean, Alvin Kamara coming back looking good. That's that's fun. Uh, other than that, I mean, this game was really a non-factor to me. Elijah Moore wasn't in it, therefore I don't care. I'm convinced this is the first time these two teams have ever played in the history of their franchises. I don't think I've ever seen the Saints and Jets play. And I can say confidently I haven't because I didn't watch this shit pile of a game either. That's my sentence. I may do a parlay this week, boys. I might do an Do you ever feel that way when you see like two teams? You're like, I don't think I've ever seen these two teams play. That's a yeah, that was an interesting know? combo. Jet Saints. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you'll see, like, just the most random. It's like, wow. Like, for some reason, I have no actually, memory of these teams ever, like, these colors ever colliding on a right. field. I know random, they have, but. Oh, yeah. I hear you. Um, Random thought, though, boys. How about I do a parlay this week? I go to all, every game, and pick an anytime touchdown guy. Just one. And that's my parlay. Just all 16. And just see if it hits. Yikes. That would be incredibly difficult, but. I yeah, feel man. like he's hysterical. It's not my money. Sure, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, a couple of them I'm going to pick like chip shots. Like, oh, Austin, oh, yeah, Eckler, right. Austin Eckler or um, um, Travis Kelsey. Like, I'll do a couple of chip shot ones, but then I might go like, all right, Kenneth Gainwell or, um, you know, who, who's the backup? Wayne Gal- Wayne Gallman still doing shit over in uh, New York? Nah, he's in, the, he's, he's in San Francisco now. All right, fine. Corey Clement. Like, we're doing yeah, things yeah. big out here. Right. Can the Browns be Donovan Peoples Jones with the? Yes, that's my I love TJ. You know his girlfriend is like a championship level UFC fighter. That's cool. Yeah, right. Ooh. Like uh, she's know. on TikTok. I, that's how I found out. I was like, yo, she goes, yeah, my boyfriend does this dance, so I mimic him every time I want to fight. I'm like, that's actually pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. That's cool. I they I would have athletic cool. children. Oh my god, those kids are gonna be like terrifying humans. All right. Falcons, Panthers, speaking of terrifying humans, Cordero Patterson was a half a yard short of helping me in my parlay. It's okay because Austin Eckler's ankle injury. Fuck you, Giants. Screw me over anyway. Um, You guys just can't help yourself but injure running backs. Seriously, you guys are scum. Um, All I'm going to say is Panthers are really fucking bad. I told you, Samir. Yeah, I told, I told you. Walker. Yeah, JD did tell us. I told you guys. Matt Rule is a horrible bad. Can I just say Matt Rule is going to get fired by the next year? He's got one more year. He's, it's not looking good. He fired his fall guy too early. I know. He should have waited until the end of the year. You got to f- fire your coordinators at the end of the year to buy yourself another year. He fired him too early. Joe Brady to the Miami Hurricanes. That would be uh, good. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, That's high profile enough for Joe Brady too. As the head coach, they're gonna fire Chris Ball. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, he he's gonna get a call. He's gonna turn that program. He was that bad in in uh, in NFL. He's gonna be a coordinator again. All right, go boys. Are the Falcons uh, always six and seven? Yeah, yeah I mean, right. they're playing beautiful games. Like, what is this? Yeah. I think every year this week the Falcons are six and seven. Also, I big told you so about the Panthers. I told you they'd suck. That's my sentence. Big Shut told you so. Fuck up. You took them to be your surprise team. I did. No, I, I think I was adamant about Sam Darnold was going to have a bad year. That oh. Matt Rule position. This is like when you say you hate sports because Ohio State loses you. No, I think JD actually he did say that. No, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I will mute you both. Yeah, I mean, my sentence is this was. Like the game between two teams are like, oh, if they win, then, then maybe they start thinking about the playoffs. And so now maybe the 
what? Like the Falcons are thinking about the playoffs. I will what say is- this: Falcons Panthers games are always entertaining. A great divisional game. I don't know why. I, they always are. They're always relatively close. I, I like the colors. I, it's, it's just a fun divisional game. I always like. Yeah, it. I agree. Agreed. This is just a random thought. Whatever. For- that 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 was our thoughts on that game. Just biting. Just amazing right. analysis on that one. Ravens Browns. This game. Here we go, Browns. Here we go. Ho ho. You know what's yeah, really this game made me like okay. So week eighteen, Browns Bengals will decide the division. That is my sentence. Yeah, that could very well be the case. Uh, and my what's sentence the, is: Does anyone know yet? What? What's the Marfine? What's his deal? I don't. Even they're know. saying they're saying it's a, a quote unquote wait and see situation. He's day to day officially, but like it's he's questionable for next week. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. Um, but. And my sense is, as the season's gone on, I've slowly, slowly rooted for JD's teams, like almost as much as mine. Thank and this you, Browns sir. game gave me almost a goddamn aneurysm. Like this game was crazy. I would, uh, okay, so Ravens fans are fucking annoying. So I will always root for the Browns. Oh, hundred percent. Feel like just like you know what, Browns fans have suffered enough. Like give them a fucking chip. Um, the Browns are still pretty bad. Um. I don't trust this offense. Baker um, throws a catchable ball, man, just not always to the guys in Brown. That's the problem. But a very catchable ball. I I feel like the Browns are the 2014 Broncos. Like, they're about to get a – they're about to get, like, a superstar quarterback in free agency, wink, wink, and they're going to, like, win the Super Bowl, and then that's it. I would love that. I'd be fine with that. Um, I only need the one. Um but yeah, uh, also Miles Garrett is the best football player alive today. That's my sentence. Interesting. Three and a half sacks, two forced fumbles, and a touchdown. Oh, by the way, we completely did not talk about Micah Parsons in the same breath. Um, he's good, but I, 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 I fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, Micah Parsons is the next Terrell Suggs, but faster. Yeah. He is no, but the, Bra- the, the Browns have not given me. Just he's just a predator back. That's what he is. He's literally yeah. a rotating edge rusher who can cover. With he's Lamar gone, with Lamar gone, this game, it, yes, we we managed to hold on because our offense sucks, didn't score in the second half. Um, but I, they've given me no conf, like no reason to be overly confident that uh, we're going right. to figure it out. Right. That being said, I think we we should be favored in three of our last four games. So who knows? I mean, the playoffs are possible still, but I'm not. I'm not sitting on the edge of my seat. That's for sure. Mayor, you can rant about this. We more. I'll make this quick. Uh, Chargers, Giants. Um, Charger Giants really need to stop hurting running backs in my fantasy team before I go to Meadowlands and kick Joe Judge and the Pineapples. Um, uh, second sentence quickly. Uh, Justin Herbert is a freak. The throw to Jalen Guyton. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Uh, Chargers rolled the team they should have rolled. So there you go. JD. Um, the Giants won't get any better until they fire Dave Gettleman. So let's just get that out there. Um, they have a I, – I, I'm losing faith in Joe Judge, um, and they have a real staff problem top to bottom. Yeah. Um, Kitchens is bad. Like, uh, that being said, like – I like I, I know he's probably no good, but we know what Glennon is. Like, let me get some from. 
I know. That's I was, what I was, I was, I was ready for some from. I mean, at least it's exciting. At least it's something. I know he's not going to be good, but, I mean, we know Mike Lennon. We know Mike Lennon's bad. So yeah. I just – I guess I was um, expecting to see some from, but Joe Judge is the most conservative – like, conservative coaches on bad teams are infuriating, and that's what we got right now. Yeah, Fire I mean, Dave Gettleman. Fire Dave Gettleman. Fire Dave Gettleman. Go ahead, Summer. Yeah, I'm just going to say fire Dave Gellman one more time. Um, yeah, just, just in case they didn't hear. Right. Um, this team is so unmistakably bad. Like, it, <laughs> like, you look at them and you're like, they don't play with – they don't they don't care anymore. It's a team that doesn't care anymore. And they have, like, nothing. Team. I don't nothing. even know what they're – like, I don't know what this team is at all. Yeah, Leonard Williams gets hurt, you know. Uh, in this game, um, and Elijah Penny scores a touchdown, and it's and it's a close game for half a quarter, and you're like, what? What? I, this team is, you know, and there, I think there've been rougher years for the Giants. There's been like, you know, those three and thirteen years, but we were every game we played hard, and like those were like years where we tried. and they were this, worse rosters. Like that's what hurts yeah. about this is this roster's not that bad. Yeah. To be this bad. Those, like, there were lean years where it's like, well, the team, like, sucks, but the yeah. roster's bad. Yeah. I, I mean, this is frustrating. It's, I mean, it's, it, it was one of those games where it was a breaking point for me in the season. And this might be the worst giant season I've ever, I've ever gone through. There's been worse years statistically, numbers wise, win loss wise. This one's the worst. This one's the breaking point. My final thought sentence is we live to beat the Eagles. Yeah, that's, all this season's that's about our, yeah. the Eagles twice. <laughs> losers. Two top five picks, potentially. All right. Yeah, uh, Bears keep losing. That's losers. Uh, Lions, Broncos. The Lions have achieved the unachievable. They are 1-11-1. An incredible that's, record. Yeah. Also, that's all I got. I mean, the Broncos just should have shithoused them, so they did. So, good job, Denver. Uh, yeah, I mean, my sentence for this, I just want to say rest in peace to Marius Thomas. Um, one of my favorite players, uh, from a kid, uh, great to see them honor him. Just gone way too soon. Um, yeah. RIP DT. I'll, I'll never forget like that, that Tebow playoff play oh, against yeah. the Steelers. So like our, like my, like my brother had a friend over, I had a friend over and my dad, we all literally went nuts. And I remember, when there's a picture my mom put on Facebook or something, and it's literally all of us doing the Tebow. So thank yeah. you to Marius for that incredible memory and knocking the Steelers out of the playoffs. A pretty decent Steelers team. Um, and yeah. that means, and just a, a comment on the this team, this actual team. Like, are the Broncos good? I don't know. I, I really know. can't tell. I, they're definitely, I think, going to be a playoff team. But with the running game, I mean, the running game, not definitely. Secondary, they have the pieces for like, oh, like Javante Melvin's a good. Uh, one, two, right. punch. You got shot in your. I also like, hate that the Broncos are flashing in other areas besides quarterback because I want Aaron Rodgers next year, and the Broncos are. I don't want them to show that they they have a good roster outside of the quarterback because I don't want them to entice Aaron. Yeah. Did you do one, Jared? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say one R.I.P. Demarius Thomas and. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, my favorite Thomas memory though is that was a gut punch, man. I didn't know. Dude, it, was, it was it was his like multi. It was one of his multi touchdown games in 2013 with Manning. Yeah, where I was like, this dude's a freak. He's so he was big. incredible. 
Oh yeah. And he was I watched the video the of him or Peyton giving him the message about after he retired or whatever of Demarius's retirement, congratulating him on his career. I'm like, oh, it's tough. Sorry, Jared, I cut you off. It's all good. No, I was done. Um, moving on to 49ers and Bengals. This game sucked until like it didn't. two minute mark. It sucked until it didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still think the, like the, the 49ers are still bums. The Bengals are still like a year away, but they're going to make this division really interesting. And that's what makes it great. The 49ers basically are just there to annoy everyone else. <clears throat> that's what they were last year too. Yeah. Uh, my my sense is uh, George Kittle's a grown fucking man, dude. Oh my like, God. you knew they, where it was going to, and they still couldn't stop it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, keep keep that guy healthy. I mean, when he's healthy, he's better than than Kelsey, in my opinion. Oh. All around tight end, like one hundred percent. It's just keep the guy healthy, and God, you have like a top ten skill position player in the NFL because he could do everything. Yeah, well, Kelsey, it's very clear. Kelsey is is just a on, big receiver on. Um, offensive coordinators <coughs> fantasy football team because they find very creative ways for him to score things that could be like at the one yard like, like instead of handing it off let's do a flip pass to Kel- it's like kelsey puts up these monster stats but kittles just like just go up and get it straight up tight end in a normal system probably better 100 percent um, blocks 100 percent better yeah for sure for sure uh yeah i was i was ecstatic um the Bengals. What's the night? The nice thing is, is the Bengals seem to be the other team kind of making a push with the Browns to try to catch the Ravens. And the Browns, like out of anyone in the division, Browns have had the Bengals number, uh, even though they are really good. Uh, So, yeah, as much as the Bengals continue to make a run at that division, they don't really scare me. So, for what it's worth. But I was excited. It was I was pumped that they they right. lost. Three more games. <coughs> games was rapid fire. These <coughs> AFC North zero and three. Besides the Browns, that's a huge week for the Browns to get back yeah, in it. Yeah. Um, Bills Bucks probably the best end to a game I've seen in a while. Um, it wasn't pass interference until Tom Brady needed it. That's my sense. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was gonna say I was absolutely just so mad at this game. This game, uh, they handed it to Brady. I, it seemed almost obvious that they handed it to Brady. And this is where, you know, I, I you know, this is 100% 2020. But in my brain, I'm thinking, if I'm Sean McDermott, at that four, fourth and two, you go for it. Because if that game goes yeah, any yeah. longer, you know they're giving it to Brady. Yeah, you know, it's... But it, it, but then here's it. They don't have the running back to give it a fourth and two. Who do you hand it off to? How do you, you get those two You do an option fake to Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. I mean... But they know it's why coming. You go get, this is why you go get Saquon oh, or you yeah. go get J- James Robinson in the offseason. Right, uh, my sentence is I am genuinely worried about the Bills because this felt like a must win. And if they beat the Buccaneers, you'd be like, okay, they're back on track. Like, that's a good team. They're now 8-5 eight and, eight and five or whatever. Bills? The fact that they lost it the way they did in overtime, show. it felt like it was the gut punch that might just, like, send this Bills season into mediocrity in, in, a, in an overall bad year. They'll still and make I don't the wild it. card I don't only want because it, but their, team, their team is a joke. That's why the, 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 their, their schedule is a joke. That's why they might make the wild card. Um, that being said, any given Sunday, and, and uh, they do make the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm not. Whatever. All right, Bears Packers. Speaking of any given Sunday, there was about a 30 second stretch where I thought the Bears were going to win this. Um, the most hilarious thing ever was listening to Big Cat live live t- 
talk about this while he was recording his podcast. Um, Aaron Rodgers is nine points short of knocking me out for a parlay. So, you know what? Eh, just Rodgers being Rodgers. That's my sentence. Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers just owns the bank. I mean, he just hates them, I think. There's something. So, how bad is hitting his mortgage payment is in the entire team of Chicago, the entire Chicago Bears? I don't know, but but you know, he said he had a setback with his with his injury, but he looked great. It's something to monitor though, because a toe injury for a guy, you got to plant your feet to throw. I mean, that's definitely something to look 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 at. I don't know. Fair. All right, Rams Cardinals. My sentence is simply uh, this. Can I say a sentence? Oh, sorry. Um, the Bears were first of all. Uh, my one buddy who was who was who was gambling uh, asked me my opinion, and I said Bears first half, Packers for the game. So if you follow my opinion on that, you would have made lots of money. First half was seven points. Uh, the game was eleven. So the Bears covered the first half, Packers covered the second half. Uh, so there I'm a go. genius there. But uh, at no point did I ever think that the Packers were not winning this game at home at Lambeau. They were my uh, gimme. So I'm like really guaranteed to win there. Yeah, the Bears could have been up by 30. I'd be like, okay, but like. Yeah, when's Rodgers like, going to kick in? Rodgers right, uh, at home against the Bears. Of course he's going to kick Last thing before we head on out of here. Um, Some good Packers, games this week. Cardinals and. Rams. Kyler Murray's a fucking idiot. That last yeah, that was... play aggravated me. Yeah. The entire offensive line wasn't set. He snapped the ball to spike it, but then took off running like a dickhead and tried to make something happen. Aaron Donald crunched him like a bad peanut. Yeah. You're an idiot. Um, yeah. That, that was rough. Uh, what I want to say, I think... Uh, the one thing holding this Cardinals team back, which I th- and I think they're a great team, I think is Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. I think Cliff Kingsbury uh, is is a glorified offensive coordinator. I think he's a, he'd be a great offensive coordinator. I don't think he's a head coach. Some of these decisions he made, you gotta let the, you gotta let Prater kick in those in the, that second to last drive. There, you gotta take the points. Go for it. I'm, ah, just some some few really questionable decisions at the end, and to make me question like how this Cardinals team will be entering the playoffs. Yeah, this continues to confuse me more. What's more confusing to me in this game is the Rams because, like, they just have looked like shit. But when they're clicking, they feel like the best team in football. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, like, weird. So that's a team you'd be terrified to play in the playoffs. Cardinals are 10-3, and and I'm still not scared of them. Like, I'm more scared of the 9-4 and Rams in the playoffs than the 10-3 and Cardinals. I agree. Just, like I, agree. I, I just feel like I, the Cardinals have been good all year, but they still like I still don't look at them as like one of the three best teams in football, even though record wise, I guess they kind of are. So, um, and I, I, I don't love also that OBJ is kind of finding a strength. Yeah, I was gonna say, so was OBJ the problem? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? It was never know. a fit. Let's be honest, it was never yeah, a fit. Okay. Either Truly, way, it like, it can, we can right. all agree that like it just wasn't a fit. It was a good mutual divorce. Get over it, you petty bastard. Who me? I said no. it wasn't a good fit. And too bad. Like, I never said he was bad, dude. You have to understand. I like. I, I know I've said this a ton. I know you are the, the OBJ, OBJ guy. All heard this. I know he's great. He's a I'm smart. Play. That that play I'm he made saying. to keep the clock running was great. Very Listen, OBJ player. is a very good player. I think the Giants tried to f him over by sending him to Cleveland because the culture fit was a bad idea. 
He goes to L.A., which is perfect. McVeigh doesn't care if you have a character problem. He just wants you to show up on Sunday, which is what OBJ is best at. And, oh, my God, it works. I blame the Giants for this whole thing. So, you know, J.D., your Browns were an unfortunate victim. Yeah, fuck the Giants. My third time. Why? Saying, why? What do we do? Scumbags. They are horrible human beings. This is coming from the Eagles fan. I don't know where that. We are going. honest in how we treat people. You guys are shady types. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. All right, boys and girls. By the way, before they kicked him out, that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The Giants making. Yeah, they literally paid. Oh my God! What a stupid move. All right, ladies and gentlemen, your boy will actually be live at the Philadelphia-Washington game on Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field, joined by, of course, our great friend of the program and the rapper of our intro song, Mr. Maserati himself. Me and him will be there. Me and him will be there at the link on Sunday morning. We might do a Twitter, TikTok live, maybe a little Instagram live. I don't know. I'll figure it out. We'll uh, we'll see how we're feeling. Maybe if I'm not, I mean, I got to say response. I got to drive home. Um, we're doing a one day or to Philly. It should be a good time. Um, yeah, that's four hours up, four hours back. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that arrives there for this issue of the quarter podcast episode 197. Yeah, we're three away from 200. Damn. Uh, right. That's a, big, that's a mile. I got some mileage on my tires, man. Uh, um, we should all, we should all go get a cheap bottle of champagne for 200. I haven't missed an episode. Up. Wow. That's amazing. The loyal fans have heard Jared well, talk listen, about one, there, there was one time Kevin tried to do an episode times. without me, and I literally yelled at him. So, like, you know. <laughs> I am the corner booth. Yeah, Jesus. Well, kind of. I mean, I was born in the corner booth. Yeah. You nearly adopted the booth. Yeah. I was born in it. Raised <laughs> by it. Can we at least have the Bane masks on when we're doing this? All right. Born Wait. in it. You barely molded my adopted the corner booth. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for the Corner Booth Podcast. I am your host, Jerry Clem, alongside my amazing right-hand man, J.D. Davis and Samir Singh. We will catch you on Thursday for the Corner Booth left-hand man. Featuring, right-hand yeah, he's, he's, J.D.'s my left-hand man. Featuring Tailgate in the Quads, Big Kev, and our resident house cat army fan, Pat Donahue. We'll catch you guys on Thursday. Enjoy your week. Shout out Steph Curry. No. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.